0: Hello, Dragon Tamers, and welcome back to another episode of Enter the Dragonair's Den. As always, I am Taco Dog, joined by the legend himself, Jet Force Gemini.
1: I love how I go from professor to legend. That's, that's, that's a nice little bomb. Well,
0: see, you, you taught me so much in battling, and then you hit legend pose, or legend twice in a row since we've started, so you are now the legend <laughs> of the podcast.
1: Just off the podcast. Okay, I'll take it.
0: Just, just everywhere. And, just like last time, continuing our guest series, while we're currently awaiting the new Sylph, while we're currently on Sylph holiday break for factions, we have final boss AJ in the studio.
2: Say, does that not make me the double legend since I've hit it at least four times, or what?
0: We'll give you... Yeah, okay, you can be the double legend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I just heard the map and just i've i've hit it more than four times actually i think i'm at five or six but that's five or six you for times having more than me, me. thank <laughs> that's you for more. having me i did not mean to be that freaking conceited on my <laughs> entry to this podcast but you gave me the opening i take my opening
1: i mean you got if, if you want to hand it back i've hit it eight times
2: so. oh well <laughs> i didn't start until season seven so
0: all we're gonna have a tennis match between the legends going on in here <laughs>
2: It's alright. I think I think Jets probably beaten me at some point. I don't know.
1: I don't. I don't think we've played officially.
2: Maybe not officially, but probably in GBL or something. I I matched up against you. And who's who's this guy using freaking Razor Leaf and Charm in the back? How dare you!
0: You sure know we're not talking about custom over here.
2: <laughs> but no. Anyway, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I I heard I was like the third guest, so that makes me feel at least bronze worthy in my soul and no i i have been listening to the podcast uh before i appreciate what you guys do given the coverage to the to the lower tiers in uh in self faction. so happy to be here
0: you know and then going off of that segue i was really really sad when i found out you weren't on the queen bees anymore because that was the first team we matched up against and i said oh we're gonna go up against a star studded one we got aj we got defy and we got Mama climbs, just like the ones that I looked at. And I was like, "Oh wait, where where's AJ?" Big sad.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. I, uh, I um, I mean, we can we can get into this whenever, but uh, yeah, no, I uh, I I had a talk with the bees, and like I had multiple offers from other factions to move on, and I'm like, well, we might as well see if I can actually, you know, make a go of it in the upper levels. So, that's what I'm it's what I'm doing and so far I mean all signs point to success five and one in two battles so hey <laughs> yeah that's
0: a, that's a huge
1: start
0: that, that's a great start all star for sure
2: yeah I mean I, I swept six4 ninja to take all his dream followers so
0: <laughs> <laughs> hope you got the I hope you got that the receipts for that one
2: <laughs> it's on so.
0: On Silk right there. Alrighty, putting that in my notes now. Just don't, <laughs> just don't beat us too hard when we get up there and take all of our our listeners.
2: Of course, of course, you know there there's always a friend's discount. Apparently, when you battle
0: me. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, of course, you know we're gonna interview, ask you some questions. We're gonna get off on tangents because because of Faction's not really bringing anything new to the table since like I said they're on holiday break in the opening we do have a little bit of some self news and or yeah by the time this goes live it will already be knowledge to everybody but season 5 self arena is just a couple of days away and they've come out with the first two waves one of which is the ember field that everybody knows and loves or that everybody hates because it's so central and the other one is the nyad cup which I'm going to just call it The butterfly cup, because that's what it looks like to me.
1: I had to actually look up Nyad.
2: Greek, isn't it? It's like a Greek meaning.
1: Yeah, or it's just like the the larval form of, like, not dragonflies. Oh,
0: so why isn't Flygon allowed in that cup? I mean, it's a dragonfly Pokemon.
2: Because Pokemon hasn't fixed it, so it's, the Flygon's (laughs) the actual bug dragon.
0: I don't know if I would enjoy that, but... I kind of would be interested to see how, how they incorporate new moves into it.
2: I, I yeah. mean, Flygon with Mudshot and Stab Megahorn? The thought.
0: It's a very good thought. It's a scary thought. I love it.
2: <laughs> it's what I'm here to be scary and slightly off kilter when it comes to trying to figure out Pokemon stuff. <laughs> I
1: immediately <laughs> thought Levitate would not be as helpful if it was a bug. Mmm. Well, that's yeah, true. no, it would
2: have... Um, it, would, it would have to have something else.
0: Give it Compound Eyes.
2: Yeah. There you go. Well, exactly. It's already got the eyes. That's all I'm saying.
0: Compound Eyes with Stab Megahorn. Or, yeah, Stab G- Megahorn. Jeez, there Louise.
2: There you go. Maybe that will if be can, the answer.
1: If we can start with another tangent, I actually want to hear about more about the Mazer tournament you guys were both a part of.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So... I I was invited by Mazer to be by Mazer Gaming to be a part of their shoutcasting team for the their weekly regional Rumble series, and my fellow shoutcaster was Mister Doctor Pants. He and I go way back. He was the the one that swept all the Iowa City tournaments when he was going to college here, and we had a lot of fun. We would. We kind of messed up uh on stream a little bit you know we had some some technical gremlins going off and just eating at my internet connection and we were also playing during a blizzard and the competitors also looked like they were felt feeling the 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 sting of the the blizzard apparently somebody left their reg ice running too much and (laughs) and so we were we were very excited to see a lot of spice teams we saw a shadow charizard and then we also saw aj bring a mew and we were talking so highly of it and we loved it and i said it's probably going to have a wild charger surf on there but i'm all here for it because i hate per- i personally hate fighting against the mew because i never know what it's going to have either shadow claw or volt switch and then insert charge move here so
1: was, was this open greatly
0: Yes, this followed the the Play Pokemon, the Play Pokemon series. I believe this week or last week they had a prize pool of $100 via their sponsors. And I didn't get to plug the podcast. Well, I did in the opening. I said, "Hey, I'm a podcast host. Come listen to us on Spotify if you can." <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, that's that's one of the things you learn when you start doing those chowcasts how how you got to get your plugs in early and often just like you know just mention mention it every time you know that you know i'm a twitch streamer at final boss aj and i have a twitter and i have all the things and see how i just did that right there and i'm gonna get another one at the end aren't i
0: you yes you definitely will (laughs) and quite honestly i i love bringing twitch streamers and just people who well in your case you said you listen to the podcast and you have and you wanted to be on it i said yeah you're i was like you seem like a pretty chill person and everybody that i've asked about you and i've seen your record on self you honestly you seem like you know yourself better than me better than jet and myself so we also like to bring in insight and just bring in just like a chill vibe down here
2: I mean, I, uh, I am a little different in a podcast setting than I am a, a streaming setting because I I mean I'm streaming I'm on I'm on camera for people I will be a little more toxic than I probably should be but it's, <laughs> all, it's all part of the fun it's all part of the the entertainment and the interacting with people like I mean, I mean when I started doing streaming earlier this year on a regular basis like that that interaction was what attracted me to doing it. You know and like actually putting some effort into it so like you know oh now i have my actual setup and my place and like i'm um, looking at stream deck prices and oh, i got my console ready like i i actually went all in on it because of being able to do that and have that interaction and that's that's one of the big things i've gotten out of being in a part of the community is that interaction between people and like you know i have so much pokemon knowledge i'm finally being able to use as opposed to like Trying to calculate the OPS of of Dalton Varsho or something. It
1: turns out the information's not useless.
2: I know, right?
1: It's okay. Did we're you still have someone like a streamer that inspired you to start, or was it just something you were waiting for the right time to do?
2: Um. So, um, when I when I started getting into the um, the community, um, you know, I I started like a lot of people. I follow, I. Watch some YouTube videos, trying to trying to figure out what I need to do, um, and then uh, the first streamer that I really followed on Twitch was Alfindial, um, veteran uh, Pokemon Go streamer, veteran variety content guy. But um, when I got into his community, it was very welcoming and like you know, just they already had at least one loudmouth Canadian in there, so what was another? <laughs> um so so yeah i i just started hanging out there i started getting more info and then um when uh when n.a haw started streaming she was one of his mods so i naturally followed her and like you know just started bouncing around like i've gotten to know so many people in the community that that has streamed and it's helped me be a much better streamer i gotta mention battle bill at this point battle bill has been a freaking darling, and you know, shouting me at the community and big upping, and you know, having having positive messages that you know sometimes are a little beyond me, but generally are a good way to have a community. So I, you know, I I've taken all that and I've been able to spread it and you know, kind of blend that with my own you know sassy, sarcastic. Um, I I don't know exactly what to call my style, but it's it's like. You know, um, I, I don't know if either of you are wrestling fans, but I've um, I've essentially described myself as uh, to wrestling fans as what would happen if you put Alexa Bliss's personality in Shayna Baszler's body. Um, and like that's that's just essentially it. Like, I, I know I'm big, I know I'm imposing, but you know, I have a very playful side that is only slightly evil, so
1: <laughs> it's good it sounds your like. Line, <laughs>
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I was gonna say it sounds like a frostlass, to be quite frank, if I'm putting it towards, like
2: it, mm. trying to put
0: you in a Pokemon.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, a frozen girl who's motivated purely by spite. I I can't imagine identifying a wait, I totally can't. Um yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a reason why um frostlass is one of my like all time favorite Pokemon. The second she was released in Gen 4, like, just seeing her story, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I jive with this. And she's gonna be my ace forever.
0: <laughs> it's also the most broken Pokemon in limited sylph formats when it's allowed.
2: Hey, 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 hey. I mean, if you have a problem with her, deal with it.
0: Oh, I never said I had a problem with it. I'm just saying, you know. She she deser- she deserves the hype because she hits like a truck and can s- and can kind of hold her own.
2: I I mean, she does so much good work for people that respect her and know how to get her in positions to succeed and you know don't put crunch on her. But um, yeah, there's there's a reason why you know she's she's very uh very much in the forefront of what I do usually her um Antelope and a local and nine tails those are like my two kind of ace Pokemon I guess if I was a gym leader those would be my two aces um and um yeah it's it's why I've been able to like build around them and bring that kind of you know that that kind of attitude I got to to streaming like I I mean I know I'm very different Compared to a lot of the other um, women who stream Pokemon Go, like I, 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 I guess I call it a lot more aggressive, because um, I'm not just I'm not just sitting back and being like, oh, thank you for the for the raids and thank you for everything. I'm like, all right, cool, y'all gonna learn something today. Sit down. So I um I I do try try and take those vibes and put them out because like like i said i know that's not something that's common in in the community and it makes me feel glad to be a part of the community that i can be like that and still be accepted and you know people enjoy talking to me and having me on and listening to my bull. like it's great
0: yeah and i was gonna say that i'll be the first one to say i don't follow a lot of twitch streamers like i have a twitch account just to watch the Pokemon regionals or nationals when they did VGC and TCG way back when. I just never used it. But now that I've been kind of looking at Twitch streamers and see like what all the, the hubbub, I guess, is about, because I guess my age is showing a little bit, or I'm a slow adopter, I was like, this seems pretty fun. And like you said, each each content creator brings something different to the table, and I'm all for it. Even though you said you said you can be a little quote unquote toxic at times, as long as you're not too toxic, like I mean, yeah. you got the following.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like you know act, actively sicking people on on other trainers. But I will I will call someone um, a degen for running Brasshole. Like I will not hide my emotions when it comes to you know seeing a bastidan pop up. And I know we said this was a Bastiodon free zone, but can we just take a moment to just bash Bastiodon for a second? Um, Bastiod-
0: Bastiodon is like the zero suit Samus in Super Smash Bros. Zero skill, tap tap tap, everything goes away, game over, give me my trophy please.
2: Yeah. Yeah, see that's I'm I will call people after that. And I've I've played streamers that are doing like a charm hole or something that aren't Jonathan Kelly and I'm like what are you, what are you even doing here? You're just like like you you can get the win fine, but I will not give you the respect for that win. Like you have not earned it with Charmful. I'm sorry. <laughs> if yeah. if you come at, if you come at me and you you best me with like um like a spice pick or you know, I I played so many mirror teams in Holiday Cup this past week and I think I've won every match because I'm like you don't know how to handle this team like I handle this team. Come at me. Um but that's the kind of toxicity I have. It's It stems from a confidence in myself to be able to kind of go out there. And that, that wasn't easy to build up, I will say that right now, because I was not very confident when I started doing this. I was just like, oh, I'm just trying to get 500. And I went to Toronto and I finished 500. I'm like, I can't believe I finished 500. I should have been way much, way better than I was, so. You know, it took a while to build up that confidence, and like I said, I put it out there, and it may seem toxic, but I'm hoping it's not the kind of toxicity um, that that destroys a community, because I think we all know what that kind of toxicity looks like.
0: Yeah, i've I've been i blo- I've been around Twitter long enough to know what happens. <laughs> exactly,
2: exactly. I'm I'm with you.
1: I mean, this this strikes me as Canadian levels of toxicity, where just like. <laughs> The fact that there's anything that could even par- partially be called aggressive, like, <laughs> nah, confidence, confidence is great. i
2: I mean, I mean, I am the one doing um, um, well my my signature move, uh, when on stream, and uh, y'all y'all have seen it because my emote does the exact same thing. Um, is uh, I've I've had it called the John Cena. Which is incorrect. That is not where it comes from. But the the emote of Frostlass waving her arm in front of her face.
0: Oh, um, that's from. <laughs> it has it in the name.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's from uh, the gif of Toph from from Avatar doing that wave when they're riding on uh, on Appa over the desert. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. So that's. That's where I got that from. And I started doing that on stream whenever I won. Cause like, it also shows off the battle bracelet. Um, but I have my random right now. I, I've been after a stream. Um, so like, like everyone else had like salutes and whatever. So I'm like, cool, this is what I'm gonna do. Um, so like, yeah, I will do that. I, I did have someone in stream tonight being like, if we match up, please don't do that when you beat me. I'm like, I won't cause you're a friend. I will do it to randos all the time. Or I will do it to people who, you know, I know and can actually take it, like Brown Baller. I I did it all over Brown Baller when I beat him tonight. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, um, Brown Baller, if you're listening, I will take that second place Toronto regional medal. Uh, You can mail it to me. I'll get get you my address.
0: (laughs) Well, let's hope Brown Baller is not listening to this specific episode. I'll try to keep you, I'll try to keep your name out of the title if he does listen so we can trick him.
2: <laughs> fair, fair.
0: But I was gonna say well seeing as we kind of jumped around on the, the questions a little bit um, I do kind of want to ask I kind of ask everyone this how did your your Pokemon journey begin? Was it through Pokemon Go or was it through like main series games type of thing or a spin-off like Coliseum? Alright,
2: this is, this is where uh, I age myself
0: oh
1: (laughs) i i was there
2: gather gather round kids like (laughs) um i was there from the beginning children when there were about 16 bits on an old game boy i played vocal i was very little but um you know, Pokemon was at its peak in the mid '90s, and uh, my mom got me and my brother each a Game Boy, and uh, I got Blue, and he got Red, and we played through that. And I still remember like the first time I caught Mewtwo, um, and the first time I like beat the Elite Four. Like, I still remember most of my team, which you know, I was how uh, old was I? I was like seven, so. I'm I'm battling with like an Alakazam with like all psychic moves and like a Jolteon with three electric moves and pin missile and I'm like like nah no, Alakazam needs all psychic moves cause Alakazam's psychic. Um so, so you know, playing like a kid. But uh, yeah, I was I was hooked from day one and you know, even when the popularity of the series waned, like I was still buying every main series game, I was still playing, I'm still being current. Um, you know, I, I wasn't big on, like, trading cards, um, so I I wasn't really in on that. It was pretty much strictly main series games until Pokemon Go came out. And then, like, again, Pokemon and getting me outside, sure, I'm in. So, I started playing on launch, um, and yeah, like, Pokemon's been been my constant throughout my life, and you know, I don't, I don't know what I'd really be doing without Pokemon if I didn't have that. So my my journey's long; it's been fruitful for me, and I'm happy to keep it going as long as the series does not let me down.
0: You, you it know, makes me so happy. I I was gonna say when you said Granny AJ, I started in Gen two, so what does that make me? <laughs>
2: well, like I said, I'm. I've been around since the beginning. I've I've seen glitches off the shores of Cinnabar Island. <laughs> and I've I've seen men spin around in circles for hours on end in the basement of a casino.
0: That's beautiful. Well I said.
2: Couldn't think of, I couldn't think of a third to add on to that, but you get it.
0: You found the Mew behind the truck?
2: Uh, I tried. I, someone traded me a clone Mew. I I remember I met um, Skid kid, Brian in uh in grade school taught me how to clone pokemon and i sent him a gloom and he sent me mew and then disconnected and that's how i got mew and that's how i got the 151 on Bloom. so
0: hey mew, okay, that still counts in my opinion so yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fair so a little segue on that one what is your least favorite main series game
2: oh oh, spice it up oh least favorite yeah I'm like, I'm like you mean you mean strictly main series, not like Stric- spin off or mobile yeah. gamer?
0: Yeah, we so don't count. Cool. We don't count. Uh, we don't count Pokemon Ranger, Coliseum, or XD.
2: Hmm. Oh, I mean those definitely not these favorite ones Oh yeah, that um, was fun. I I started my uh, my playthrough world Coliseum on stream last weekend.
0: Ooh, um, I gotta watch that.
2: It it's still up there. I I might do YouTube if I'm not lazy, but um. <laughs> God, least favorite.
1: Which which one let you I, down?
2: Uh I Alright. You know I'm gonna answer this? There's one that I haven't actually completed yet, and mm. it's Ultra Sun. That's fair. So so I guess Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are just the ones that held my attention the least. So I'm I'm gonna go with that as my answer. Um because it's really hard, because there are things I like about, you know, every gen. And like you know, picking the generation that spawned along the nine tails seems a little counterintuitive, but it's the game I played the least. Like I beat Sword and Shield, I beat Um, Scarlet and Violet, so yeah, it's it's the only one I haven't ticked off yet. So
0: and that's fair. I I would I agree with you before. So before uh, Ultra Sun Ultra Moon came out, that my least favorite one. And I know that this is like the unpopular opinion on the internet now because the people that started Pokemon started on this one was I did not like Black and White 1. I liked Black hey. and White 2, but I didn't like Black and White 1 for some strange reason.
2: You know what? I'll, I'll give you that because Black and White 2 is a lot better. Like, it took Black and White and improved upon it so greatly, but I think because people got upset with Black and White and how linear it was I think that didn't get people to give uh, black and white two a chance, and it is much better. It's still linear, but it's much better.
0: Um, I think I was gonna say my main reason for not liking it was half the map was inaccessible until the post game.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's like I said, it's it's kind of done that way. And again, super linear. Like you have to go this city, this city, this city, and I think that's the first time it was really like that. Um, in any of the main series games. And like, I mean, Gen 6 was bad for that as well because you had to go a specific path around uh, Kalos. But um, yeah, I can see that. But I will, I will not hate on Gen 5 because Gen 5 uh, gave the Legend of the Dancing Queen, where I literally destroyed the Elite Four with a single Lilian.
0: It was so good, it got a Hasillion form.
2: Oh, I was so thrilled about that. She's like my second best Pokemon in Arceus.
0: I can't wait to use her when, when they're allowed to get mm. ported over into Scarlet and Violet.
2: Oh my God, I have, uh, I have a petty little save for Pogo. I know his swimming little game's probably not going to be good, but I'm just like, give her to me. Let me skate over the competition.
0: Watch her be the one that is good in the Master or Ultra or Master League, but complete glass in the Great League.
2: Oh my God, it'll, it'll be Brayloom all over again. It's fine.
0: It's okay. <laughs> number one in our hearts (laughs) exactly Exactly. so I guess kind of I know you already answered question two a little bit uh, about your inspiration in Pokemon Go PvP a little bit Mm -hmm. but was there was there anything you wanted to like add on to because I know you kind of talked about streaming onto it Uh, so was like streaming your main reason for getting into Pokemon Go or uh, the community why your stream community that's what I was looking for that you were Mm -hmm. in got you kind of into PvP more, or was it just like, hey, there's a new feature, I'm going to try it out to see if it's as fun as advertised?
2: Uh, um, it, it definitely was community helping bring me in. Um, Alright, so for for the listener, my Pokemon Go journey was essentially um, I picked it up uh, on launch when I was a student um, doing my post-grad in Toronto, and I did it for And i lived in toronto for like a year and then i moved back home to nova scotia uh, when i got my job and then um it was it was really nice to help me get into the community here um a little bit but um the problem with the community in halifax was um i was primarily a gym battler like and because i work in sports and i worked at night I'd be going around at 2am, 3am, and knocking people out of gyms, because everyone's... And there were people who didn't like that, and there were people who would just spoof around, and like, I don't have a problem with spoofers in this game, but the one thing I will say, if you're going to spoof, do not negatively impact someone else's good time. And there were people in the community who used spoofing to negatively impact other people's good time, and just like, essentially cyberbullying. And I got really frustrated with that, and it just led to a massive amount of toxicity, and, and again, Canadian toxicity, but toxicity nonetheless. <laughs> um, and it left me just feeling incredibly disillusioned with the game, and about that time, you know, the pandemic was happening, so, um, I hadn't given GBL a lot of thought before then, because it was just essentially, uh, I guess I, I qualified, I walked enough kilometers, I might as well do it, um, but like, before that, I was using I was using Stardust to purify random Shadow Pokémon so I could throw them in gyms, and that that is probably my biggest shame in this game. Is if you look at my purified um, total for Shadow Pokémon purified, I'm at like 1,500, and that is so much dust I could use right now to actually you know be able to compete in Master League or something. But um, yeah, so once i started going into that and started like you know looking for pokemon and building up my roster and stuff like that it it was a lot more fun for me to do that than like look for hundos or look for shinies or anything like that I'm just like i want you know to try and get as many rank one pokemon and try and have as diverse a roster of pokemon i can have to battle as i can and i think um like i have my i have my phone up right now so i'm trying my best not to uh just ballpark it but I started in February of 2021. That's when I really started taking PvP seriously. Um, I'm up to 238 Pokemon in Great League to battle with. And I have another like 300 plus mark as project Pokemon. <laughs> so it's kept me busy and, and like I said, after you know the toxicity in my local community i met a few people here locally um big shout out to my friend mystic sparkle um and uh you know some some other people like tfos and uh it's Reese, um lightning ninja who was part of that scene but you know we made amends um it, it, it got me to a healthier spot with the local community, and as I started, you know, being on Twitch and interacting more with people, and, you know, people wanted to interact with me, it just made, um, it gave me that sense of community I didn't really feel I had as a gym battler, and... Just greatly increased my enjoyment of the game, like to the point where you know I went to Go Fest in Seattle this year, and I, I went to my first regionals in Toronto, like like actually traveling to meet people and and get that enjoyment out of the community. So that that I guess is the story for the inspiration and everything that's come out of it. Again, you y'all knew what you signed up for when you got me on here. I'm gonna rant. <laughs>
0: you, you did. You did warn me. You you yeah. did warn me. So it's okay
1: like i i love the stories from people that jumped in after pvp started just because like i mean it it makes sense in my brain that as a fellow gen one player like i mean battling is is the core of the pokemon games and so like when they added it it's like of course i'm gonna battle like this this is what i was here for anyway but when there's kind of that gap like I, i just love hearing how people made the leap because it, it is a huge investment and especially like if you go from gbl to any of the show six formats that that's another huge jump and those stories are always super interesting
2: yeah and like it's it's made me think about pokemon in a completely different way like i mean one of the one of the stars of holiday cup is Double, and when Double first came out um, if it had come out like a year before it came out I would just be like all right here's a sheepy, what's my highest ID I keep that one transfer everything else um but because I've been in PvP when double came out I'm like I wonder if doubles ever gonna be good I'm gonna save this rank 26 and we'll see what happens and then they give they gave double a double kick and everyone wants double and I has one so I feel better. <laughs>
0: I'm not sad
1: at all, I didn't get a double. Oh, I
2: can can hear it in your voice.
1: At At least you didn't do the thing like me and Donut where it was almost exactly the same IV even, where we had saved one that evolved over 1500.
2: Oh no. Oh. Oh, that is pain. But,
1: I got lucky for one of the elite raids and it was one of the rare spawns that popped up. What was that like a month ago? So oh, I have nice. one for holiday.
0: That's that's a good one. When you said it evolved exactly over 15, I was just thinking, how could this happen to me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, last year I caught a snowbrunt that did the exact same thing, and it's like a rank Ugh. one frost laugh. Ugh. It evolved like 1530. Big sad. So upset. But so it's fine. I still have range. I still have my my original Frostlast. That was one of the first ones I built for PvP, and she is still best last. So.
0: Did you see Donuts uh, Donuts Frostlast that he's gonna use just to beat just to beat the other Frostlast in CMP?
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I see it, but uh, why not both Donut? I mean. I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll spill the beans on this. The original Frostlass that I had because she was the only one I had, but I wanted to use Frostlass in PvP because of course I do. Um, her stats are she's 11, 15, 12. That's so not actually bad. Pretty low level, but she gets to 14.99. So that's why I'm like, yeah, 14.99. That's good. So I powered her up and then I use her in everything because she wins CMP against every Frostlass. Except yeah, for not... Donut, but...
1: <laughs> i mean that's that's if he builds it True.
0: that's if he has the dust to be that's if he's gonna use the dust to build it <laughs> it's okay we still love you donut well all right then that's <laughs> that's a good one so we're gonna dive a little bit into your your factions career on this next one so in the in the beginning you mentioned that or i kind of throughout that you were a member of the queen bees and then you got recruited to a, a higher ranks team that was way that's actually way up there in the upper echelons that we don't cover and you know i was i was a little sad when i found out that you weren't a part of the the queen bees anymore so we couldn't fight mm-hmm. but you know you went on to one of the higher tier teams and the it's backstage battlers correct yeah Okay, so before I open to put my foot in my mouth and some other one, in
2: because
0: uh, I've been known to do it. I'm like, oh yeah, you're a part of this faction. Right? It's like, no, I was, I was a part of actually this faction. I'm like, oh okay, my bad. <laughs> I feel
1: like I but... claimed the final boss
0: faction.
2: <laughs> I, oh, let's let's not open that can. We're <laughs> we're how not
0: going. Go how there. many
2: notifications did I get? Like, how do you name your faction final boss and not have AJ in it? I'm like, I know, right? But. Whatever. They wanted that's, that's, that's I'm it. I'm
0: just going to leave it at they they wanted to what's the word they wanted to be the the evil guys in that in that uh, tier and so they wanted to piss off as many people. That's my headcanon.
2: Wanted to steal my thunder jokes on them. I only have ice.
0: Haha. That's a good that's a good play on on that one. But <laughs> what I was going to say is for the backstage battlers, you know, they're I, I know the, the Captain Hart. She's a very good friend of mine mm-hmm. from from the Canton server that I'm a part of. And when I looked at it and said, oh, you fight for Backstage Battlers now. I'm thinking to myself, she's going to a very good team. They got this.
2: Yeah, and, and Hart's the one who recruited me um, for Backstage Battlers. And, you know, um, by the way, shout out to Hart. Um, you know, It's had a rough end of the year. Um, she's still in the hospital right now, but um, she's fighting back, and um, I'm I'm so glad to be a teammate with her, and looking forward to two of us fighting the same week. Because I mean, one of the big things I joined the team for was being able to, to battle with heart. Because um, uh, yeah, like if you want my factions. Um, sorry, I came into factions pretty blind, like. Um, there was, uh, a DeFi actually set up the team. Um, and she's just like, yeah, we're gonna have, a girls with PvP faction. Um, what well, girls wanna be a part of it? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, and then they're like, oh, we kinda need a captain. Um, does anyone wanna be a captain? And like, well, if no one else will do it, I will. Like, I had just captained, um, one of the teams on, uh, Friday Night Fights on, uh, on SosaFlow's network. Um, and I'm like yeah sure if no one else wants to do it I'll do it and no one else wanted to do it so I ended up doing it I guess that's the Canadian aggression being there like yeah sure I guess I'll do it (laughs) Um, so yeah like I was going into that raw and like still trying to figure out like you know how how to actually do this on a regular basis to show six pick three Um, and you know it was a growing experience for the majority of us and like We've had a lot of really talented battlers on the bees. We had all of Flutter as part of that initial roster. Um, and Hoff was on the team for like a cycle, but she's like, I don't, I'm, I'm just there to be an alt for you in case you are needed. I'm like, all right, I won't have you battle unless you're absolutely needed. And we didn't need her, so. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, the people still on there right now, like there's, um, Hurricane Kaz, who took over the captaincy for me when I left. Um, DeFi, Mama Climbs, Solaria. um, uh, Like, like just its a really deep roster, and we just keep adding people. And like the people who've been there since from the beginning, I've seen such growth in, and that was the big reason why I stayed for the bees. It's like I—I I viewed it as kind of a learning uh, faction to, you know, help. The, the rest of the uh, the girls, the PvP members that wanted to be on the team get better. And we definitely did that. Like, um, I'm gonna name-check everyone, just so no one's left out. But, um, Bowling Bacon's one of the original, um, battlers that joined the faction, and she's made so much growth from that first, um, that first cycle she did. Um, Shadowin, who is our scout, um, she's been getting better and better in Ultra Leagues since she took over that. Emma Five Cents, who took over our Master League slot when nothing but 100 left, um, has been getting better and better in that as she gets more dust and actually raises her Pokemon up. Um, Zame, who came in, um, after her old faction disbanded, and we need a couple, couple people to come on. Um, Zame has been a wonderful, um, calming presence, a very positive presence, and even, you know, as we get newer members in there, um, Athena was in and left, went to Pallet Town Red, um, Quasi Goya was in at the beginning, and then uh, she's on the other Girls of PvP team now, um, and then our newer members, Concentrate Queen and, and Metaboo, who took my spot when I finally moved on, um, like, there's just been so much growth in the community, in the skill level and that makes me feel really good about what i did as faction captain and and trying to encourage that and trying to, to build the floor up essentially um but when i started getting these offers and when you know we were down and open i i talked to the team i'm like hey so i've got a couple offers to go to a higher tier and you know i will still be able to give you whatever coaching i can but you know what do y'all think and you know, couldn't be more supportive. Be like, you gotta go, you gotta go shoot your shot. So that's why I moved to backstage. And like when I was looking for a new faction, I wasn't going to pick a faction that I wasn't comfortable with. So, um, you know, I I'd, I'd gotten like random offers in the past, but um, like I said, a couple friends reached out to me for factions, and it was really tough to choose. Um, but. Backstage has a similar kind of vibe, Um, you know, a bunch of people, like, actively trying to help each other get better, and, you know, I didn't want to be the only woman on a faction either, which helped having Heart there, Um, and Heart's another person where, like, I battled her since I started on the server, um, on the Girls of PvP server, and, like, I've seen her improve, like, you know, as I improve, like, just pushing each other. So I really valued that, and like if I'm, if I'm gonna be up here, I'm gonna go all out, I'm gonna try and be, like I'm not holding back, I'm not, you know, going for spice, I'm going to kick your butt. That's <laughs> what I'm up there to do, and, and so far I've acquitted myself pretty well, like I, like I said, I'm 5-1 and one in two diamond battles, which, I mean, I, I know I get a lot of attention for being the showcaster, I don't think I get a lot of attention for being good at the game, Because a lot of times I won't be, because I'll just get in my own head and be dumb and and do stupid things. But, so far, um, with, you know, the other backstage battlers, I've been able to kind of focus a little bit on that. I've been able to, you know, calm myself down and not, you know, feel as tense going into battles against, um, you know, people who i watched. People who I learned from when I was trying to do PvP and the more i can do that the more i can go into these battles and feel like i can go toe to toe against anyone like that's just gonna make me more dangerous that's going to make me a better battler and that's you know ultimately what i wanted to do go into diamond and i'm so grateful for the opportunity and to do that with people that i you know like and respect and yeah, we're we're gonna be up there hopefully
0: for a while. And I'm glad, <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm glad that you know your your faction's journey is it's a very wholesome experience. Kind of listening to listening to the story. I do want to kind of take the time and put it out there, and not to get I'll probably have a hot take on this one, but when the the higher tiers kind of <clears throat> when the higher tiers kind of recruit into the lower tiers, like in the open ones. I think they're the only reason why a bunch of the teams are still up there is because they haven't had the chance to fall yet. And I would probably put some money on the table saying that there might be a couple of open teams that can beat the uh, platinum, platinum, diamond, and emerald tier teams if given the chance, because so many teams have been recruited so heavily.
2: Oh god, Sub Zero with uh, with former Queen Bee's member that I forgot to mention, but absolutely love Betsy and Calvin. I would I would put them in at essentially gold level, and like I mean, last cycle we battled Stadium Elite Silver, which uh, yeah, no, that's that's no open team, not with Magic Mason on it, <laughs> running me 3-0. I don't I don't feel any pain from that at all.
0: <laughs> well, you know, Sub Zero also has players like Reezy the Black Luffy and OG Player One those are the ones that I kind of recognize and then you brought up Betsy and Calvin from uh, a former member of the Queen Bees you know just that core itself is a very stacked core that I, I I don't want to jinx myself in saying this but I hope my faction does not have to fight them but because we've been doing but because we've been doing so well i think we're gonna end up fighting them in bout three when the the uh, (laughs) opportunity competes itself
2: (laughs) i mean i mean don't make me choose at this point i'd I'd be picking between you guys and my friend who's on a faction that's named after frozen temperatures that that's impossible for me to pick y'all know that right
0: Right. But you know, you're also a a fra- you're also the best last user, which is an ice type, so an ice beats dragon, so technically <laughs> with that logic you should go with sub zero if you had to pick. It won't yeah. it won't hurt our feelings, because remember at the end of the day, Dean Air don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but I Well and, and
2: and I need Betsy to get revenge, because 'cause y'all did the Queen Bees dirty in week one, so
0: It was a closer match than the final score was led to believe. Yeah, I, I will 100% say that. And you know, we're gonna go back to the Queen Visa in a second. Uh, Shadow in four. I remember meeting her when she drove out drove out to my home community for a Kingdom Cup tournament, and she had she did a what like she was very very nice. Uh, she had invited us invited Doctor Pan tonight back out to back to her home community and we took the hour and a half drive over there to just kind of like say hi and meet everybody this was all before the pandemic but she is definitely one of the the earlier players from season one that i remember and when i saw that she was on the team i'm like oh i remember this player she was really good i'm scared to match up against her because i lost to her last time yeah no she's she's
2: awesome and like like i said she took over scouting Uh, for us, you know, to give us, like, an insight on opponents and stuff, and, you know, is always in the chat offering a positive word. Like, I love Shadow. She is, um... She she doesn't get nearly as much attention as some of the other members of the bees, um, but definitely cannot turn your back on her. She... She is just as... Oh,
0: absolutely. And, like I said, if we ever come fight again and, like say a regional or a GBL tournament, I'm probably going to be doing some double some double checks on, on the team to see what's going to be brought.
2: <laughs> I mean, I can't promise I'll bring Mew, but...
0: <laughs> you know, if you brought Mew, you can still change the team up and be completely okay with it, and people still probably couldn't counter it because <laughs> Mew is just that that much of a wild card, you know?
2: Yeah, and, and that tournament that you called that I was in, that was part of why I had it on there, just like... like... Wild, so to speak, and like I, I think I got Alexander on that in the first battle that we did because I, I knew I built up to Grass Knot energy. I'm like, let see if he actually thinks I have Grass Knot. Um, and he shielded, but then he shielded like the second Surf too. I'm like, all right, you're just shielding your swamp Bird All right, cool. <laughs> um, but I mean, ten turns with Surfs, pretty good.
0: Yeah, and it, honestly, that final match, even though if it, even though it was a 3-0 it was still a good match, all all things considered we we had fun shoutcasting it
2: yeah not uh not a lot i could do about that my my problem with that team was someone who knew how to handle galarian sunfisk and and keep it alive and which very good at that
0: yeah uh actually that that was gonna be a follow-up question uh it was about about your uh your about your uh your faction team that's the word i was looking for tripping over my words for a second (laughs) please get let's
2: let's get this back on topic
0: yeah (laughs) I was going to say, uh, but you all—you already answered it by saying, do you feel like there's an added pressure to perform at a higher level being a part of a higher tiered faction, or is this kind of like, hey, I'm home, this is still, like like you said, a chill vibe, and there's really no pressure to perform because this, the, the, you're just kind of gelling with the team, or you don't I, have, feel I like mean, you have to prove yourself.
2: I mean, there's, there's always going to be a bit of pressure, like, that's just how I am, like, and And like I said, that's one of the things I've been trying to work on is trying to deal with that pressure because that's arguably one of the biggest problems I have is that I will I will tense up like I if I battle like a name or something like I I know I know like not the first still showdown that I was a part of because I was in that one with Kaz and DeFi, so we were just all going at it but like the second one where I was like the only um, girl that PvP's in the tournament that I felt more pressure at because I'm like I'm I'm representing an entire gender here I need to be able to you know go at these guys
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you know failing to do so consistently felt pretty bad and I, ironically the best go down that I had that entire season was in Obsidian and I hate Obsidian so much and and yet I went 3-3 three and three in that one and beat like the tenacity and your cost i lost to rise but rise i had already beaten guys at that point he, i was on his radar he wasn't you know dropping anything against me um he but <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly he knew he knew he knew i'm a deceptive battler he was ready for it but um but yeah, like I I put so much pressure on myself to be able to perform at a level that I think I could get to, and I ended up just undershooting it so hard. Um mm. So that was a big reason why I accepted uh the backstage battler's offer as well, was to get up and get regular battles at that level. So, you know, I can just sit there and be like, this is just another battle. Like I'm I've beaten this person already I've beaten um, uh, Marto Galde. I'm, I'm trying I'm trying not to hammer the same person over and over but at the same time just like who else have I beaten that people might actually have heard of um, but but yeah um, just trying to get more comfortable in that situation and, and like I said being building up that confidence even further that I talked about earlier because like I've done a pretty good job but it, even I won't believe it sometimes I need to go out there and actually prove that. No, I belong up here. I, I am this good. I just need to go out and, and have my plan and do what I need to do. So, um, yeah, there's, there's pressure. But at the same time, I found people that can help me with that pressure. So, that's what and I that, wanted.
0: And that's honestly fair. Like, you definitely, you know, when the tournament jitters hit... Or the, the battle jurors, you see a name, you're like, oh my gosh, the, like the reputation, uh, the reputation like kind of follows them. I, I'm in that same boat with you. Um, when we had the the girls that PvP, when they hosted, we won't stop battle for row. My first draw was JR Honda, and I'm like, uh, uh, uh okay. <laughs> Like, I did, I absolutely thought I was gonna lose, like, get 3-0'd and swept because of how good this guy was, and then I ended up taking a game off him, and I was, like, just super happy I took a game off. I ended up dropping the last game and got hit by a superpower from Larantis and I'm like, oh, it can learn that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Oh, my God. Like, I, um, the, uh, the, uh, the Atlantic Canadian Regionals this year for self, I had that because I, um, like, I really wanted to get that continental for... And I was trying so hard, and I, I swept through the first three rounds, and then I got Tfoss in the final. I'm like, oh my god, Tfoss beat Ashish, I have a shot at this. Like, because, you know, Tfoss, probably one of the guys I've had the most battles with just through gym breakers and, like, you know, matching up locally. Um, so when I beat him that first game in Architect, like that's exactly what i was talking about like i got so tense being one win away from the crown that i ended up blowing the last two games oh. and uh he got the um he got the Continentals spurf out of it um but i did better than him in toronto so it's fine uh
0: that's all that really <laughs> matters
2: <laughs> um but yeah i i know exactly and it's Like I said, it's not even just the name, it's the situation. Like, I should be in that situation. I should be able to perform in that spot. I've done this enough, I move and I compete. It's just a matter of, you know, believing it myself and actually going and, and getting the job done. And hopefully I can do that a little more often. Or, you know, failing that, I can be like, okay, yeah, I can see how that happened. That's very well done by them. As opposed to just, you know, how did I choke that away?
0: yeah and yep. you know some I was gonna say that's sometimes the you know you end up you end up being yourself in the in the end but you know like you said you're you're kind of going for that mindset of like oh my gosh, I really have to try my hard get this person to it's just another battler. And I think you're doing a great job at, at doing that based on your your recent string of performances.
2: <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying. Does,
1: does it does it help moving? from the, the captain's seat to just uh, a member spot for the first time also like is, is that a little bit more into the zone of now it's just literally all of the pressure that you're feeling is just from yourself
2: um a little bit um because yeah i'm i mean not gonna lie another part of the pressure when i was uh, captain of the queen bee was like i i want to set the tone for the rest of the team everyone's looking up to me i want to able to, you know, perform and get points on the board and set the rest of the team up for success. So, not being the captain um, on backstage is interesting, but it also helps that mindset that I was trying to cultivate when I came up, right? I I joined BB because, like, I think I have something to offer, but I'm also here to learn, I'm also here to get better, and I'm here to grow myself as a battler and and yeah it is a little easier to focus on that without the captaincy but i wouldn't have left the queen bees if i didn't think um that there there was someone who couldn't handle what i did as captain and i knew once kaz said you know i'm happy to take the captaincy role i felt so much more comfortable about leaving because i know kaz one of my closer friends here in the community I know what she can do and that's that's why I'm like, I'm leaving the bees in good hands, Let, let's go learn. And then if I do end up coming back to the bees at some point in the future, I will have so much more to offer.
0: That is a really Which
1: good is. insight. I mean, that's just such a nice position to be in both as a player and then just like as part of a bigger community also, that you can be on good term.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, ultimately I think the majority of us want to get better at the game. I think one of the majority of us want to compete at at the peak of our levels. And you know, it it looks different for everyone. But, you know, in the end if we're if we're all pushing each other to keep going up there and we're all just trying to be better and, you know, not being anything other than Canadian toxic when it comes to uh when it comes to battlers. I, I think we're doing all right. No, no need to get, uh, no need to get, pure toxic. Got it.
0: <laughs> That's fair. I was gonna call it. I was gonna call regular toxicity uh, New York toxic.
2: Uh, I can't. I can't single out uh, one specific place. Um,
0: I just go by like the movies. <laughs> fair, I've only been to New- I've only been to New York once, and not a real good place. I want to go back to. The stops were great, but, you know, that's about it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know how they'd ever do, like, a GoFest or something in New York, but, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. If, if someone was there, I'd be like, wait for one, I can afford. <laughs>
0: that's fair. So, I'm glad that you, like you said, you're you're part of a, another team, and it kind of feels like home for you. And going back to heart, I, I really hope she, she does pull through well at the end. Uh, I'm hoping and praying for her. I I think National Bowler was the one that kind of turned me kind of turned my direction towards that because I hadn't heard from her in a little bit, and I was mm-hmm. starting to get a little concerned. And then in like the five minutes that I was gonna send a message, checking in, just make sure everything's okay. Bowler sent me that, and I go, oh, oh, yeah. okay.
2: I'm, I'm not going to lie. One of the best Christmas presents I could have gotten this year was part being able to send a message herself. And she did a couple days before Christmas. So it's that
1: a good, is a very good sign.
2: Message. It's a good sign. And and like I said, I, I hope she's able to keep fighting and hopefully she can reclaim her spot in the starting lineup because I'm basically keeping it warm for her.
0: <laughs> Wait, so are you the alternate or are you like the field specialist? Or like, um, what's it, your role?
2: Initially, I was supposed to be an alternate. Because, um, you know, there's a Core 7 on backstage. So they were going to be the Core 7 to start the season. And then James, who's the captain, uh, was going to rotate me and Reese in, since we were the two newbies. Okay. Um, but because of Hart's um, situation, um, James comes up to me and is like, um, yeah, can you go into Vanguard? Um, you did really well in it in the practice tournaments. I think you can handle it up here right off the bat. I know you're coming from open, but you've, you've got talent, so. Just use the Dragonair. Just use Dragonair. <laughs> Hey, hey. I uh, I don't want to give my secrets away. <laughs> <there's> still seven <laughs> weeks of battling left.
0: That's fair. I Dragonair, mean, I have.
2: Dragonair is pretty core to what I do in Vanguard.
0: Oh, I was going to say, I have your, your card pulled up, and, you know, yeah, that's what I'll leave it at. <laughs>
2: Dragonair is well represented. Don't
0: worry. I'm glad. That's good.
1: So, set 7 plus 2 sounds like you're you're chilling at 9 players for your team. Correct. Do do you have eyes on a 10? <laughs> are
2: are you auditioning? Jet no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jet please. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can put in a word. Um but, I, I'm more uh, I'm
1: more interested just in like the Theatrics of it, I guess, or just like how how it how it functions at Diamond.
2: Uh, I mean, we were we were all right with it going in. Um, you know, we're we're not a group that's looking to add just anyone. You know, yeah, you have to be like talented, but you also have to have a vibe. You have to be able to mesh with the group. You have to be able to work with a lot of different personalities. Because I mean, um, like I said, you got. You got Hart in there, who's an absolute sweetheart. You got Pokeball in, who's amazingly knowledgeable. You got Rogue and James and Ev and Ramblin, who will just battle anyone's Eugene. who has got so many different ideas for metas. Um, it, like, I just love listening to him go on about it. And then you got me and Reese, which are just the, you know, the two, the two people probably putting the stereotype of the nice Canadian completely to rest, because <laughs> both, both me and him are loudmouth East Coast like like chirpers. So, like when when me and Reese are in a stream together, just like watching each other battles, it's like, geez, Reese, why'd you do that? He's like, shut up, AJ. I'm like, what? You said the same thing to me. Shut up. Obviously, a little saltier than that, but this is a PG broadcast, so I'm keeping it, I'm keeping it low. Like
1: a sibling I, chat. I, I, I
0: did say PG 13, so we're allowed one f bomb, according to the MPAA.
2: Well, then I have to I have to wait for my moment and use it wisely, Taco.
0: That's fair. That's okay. We we. Uh, <laughs> I wish it, I wish they could roll over from the previous episodes, because then we'd have eleven.
2: Oh god, I would, I would burn through them so quickly. Ah! And eight of them would be about Bastion.
1: That's fair. That's why this is Bastion free for the most part.
2: I know, and I appreciate that. The trauma.
0: <laughs> My poor, poor, poor Talonflame. <laughs>
2: oh, I don't have as much pity for Talonflame.
0: I- Th- this was before like everybody and their mother was using it. I was just like, oh, okay, community day. I'm gonna use the new move and test it out. My first match was I'm gonna lead Talonflame. What do I get paired with? Freaking Bastiodon.
2: Of course.
0: I was like, well, looks like I have to save it for the next match.
2: It will. It will never. uh, It will. It will not be. uh, Something I was going with that, but essentially it was just gonna be me using the swear word against Basti led whole teams. So probably best to skip it.
0: That's fair. Uh, so I guess my uh, this one will be a little bit about your personal life a little bit do you have any other hobbies that you play beside do take part in besides Pokemon Go
2: um so I, yeah uh fun fun fact about that uh that Sylph Regional that I mentioned where I lost the T-Foss um I did that from a softball diamond because the tournament literally started after I finished a softball game oh dang um so, yeah, I'm just sitting um, with my back against the fence, trying to blitz through the matchups, because they were waiting for me, too. I'm like, I'm going to be there. I'm just trying to get through this game as quickly as possible. I'll tell them to sit me the last inning if I have to. Um, but, yeah, so I I finished my game. I didn't even change out of my cleats or anything. I just sat down against the fence, started battling. And... Um, <laughs> Like I said, maybe that's why I made it to the final. I was on so much adrenaline from uh, from the game. But um, yeah, in the, in the summer I play softball. Um, I uh, I play first base. I'm pretty good at it. Um, I mean, it's, I'm I'm not playing like super competitively, but you know, it's one of the things I get to do on the weekends and just enjoy myself and and the people I'm playing with and. You know bask in more adoration because uh i'm a rare woman with power so <laughs> i i have hit home runs so that is that is why i'm not i'm not afraid of anyone coming at me because i have a bat and i know how to use it um so yeah I, <laughs> um but yeah i've been doing that i picked that up again uh four years ago um so that's that's my uh that's my primary other hobby um, other than Pokemon um, because Pokemon is pretty prevalent um, but yeah other than that like I I've been trying to get um, been trying to get my, uh, my niece involved in Pokemon Go and this is a little you know clandestine because her mom doesn't want her playing um, video games but yeah. every time I come over what? every time I come over she's like like AJ make catch some Pokemon and and you know I'll put and like she's she's not even four yet, but she's strong enough to fling to catch Snowverse, so she's getting there slowly. Slowly bringing her into the fold. But...
1: So so is it actually like anti video game or is it more just like anti screen time?
2: Yeah, it's it's more like anti screen time. They don't want her like you know with her face buried in a screen which i don't know what they're talking about i spend 15 hours a day staring at screens and i'm totally fine <laughs> well, yeah well adjusted <laughs> exactly um so yeah like like i like i said sports um they're not as big a part of my life now but it's still a pretty big part of it i work in sports i play like i said i play softball um Been looking for something to do in the winter. I guess I could do volleyball. Probably a little easier, although last time I played volleyball, I ripped the hell out of my knee doing that. Like, not been major, just it was bleeding. Um, Competitive snowball fights. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As long as there are no rocks hidden in them. Oh, that's fair.
0: Forgot about that trick.
2: (laughs) Um. yeah i'm trying to think of other things to make me sound like you know a more well-rounded human being (laughs) as opposed to just a a twitch gremlin um did did you pick up the new
1: switch
2: games i did i did so i have i i've taken a bit of a break from them because i i did speed through them a bit just to make sure i wasn't spoiled on the story or anything um but since then i've just kind of just taken a break and just been like oh i'm just gonna watch someone on twitch or i'm gonna Watch Wednesday. I um, I know, right? Me being attracted to Wednesday, totally unbelievable. <laughs> Wednesday is a show, not the character. Um, but, I mean, it's uh... it's
0: okay. It's a little of both. Um, <laughs> it's a good show, and it's a decent day. I mean, that's like the day that I get most of my work done. <laughs>
2: I mean, I uh, that's the day I don't do most of my work. At a regular time because that's the day I'm trying to get out and get like groceries and stuff.
1: That's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: um. But yeah, lunch. and then the what? Sorry.
1: Oh, I was saying and raid hour for friendship. <laughs>
0: Jet you got to and... send the invites to those if you want to if you want a chance at lucky friends. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Um. And then yeah, I got I guess the other thing, and I do this on my stream sometimes, is I uh, I enjoy karaoke, so I will do karaoke as a hobby. And
0: that's fair. Don't ask Wait, me what's... to sing
2: right now. It's been a long, it's been a long day of streaming, and I I still got rambling to do. So. <laughs> I mean,
1: before before we go too far, what what's the go-to karaoke song?
2: Um, that one's probably "Torn" by Natalie Imbruglia. Of course. Again, I was a kid in the '90s. Yeah, yep. <laughs> um.
0: Oh, that one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs>
0: for a second, I had to think like. I only know one song called Tor- No, that's Worn. That's a different song. Completely different. Uh, yeah, and then no, you it's... said from the 90s, I was like Okay, now I know what they're talking about.
2: Yeah, it's it's the one with the didgeridoo at the end of it. Um, and then uh, one, of, one of my tricks that I used to be able to do and I can't do it as much anymore just because my voice doesn't go low enough for it, but um, I would do um, I Miss You I blink one eighty two. But I would sing both parts. Ah. So, like I I used to be able to like go go like low and like smooth enough to be able to do the first part. And now I just gotta do the whole thing like uh like tom belong.
0: Nice, nice. But
2: yeah, there. Am I well rounded enough yet? Can I pretend I do th- <laughs> like, like
0: can
2: I can I stop pretending I do things other than Pokemon or what?
0: Well I'm gonna this, I was gonna ask a Pokemon related question uh, <laughs> for Scarlet and Violet. Are you gonna do the Cinderace raids this weekend?
2: Oh, probably. I still have a Nazu from Charizard, so I probably will do it.
0: Yeah, I have to build the Flutter Mane because that's what I'm gonna try to do.
2: You know, see, I have Violet, so I don't have it.
0: Do you want one? All right, I'll get. We'll, I'll, grab we'll your, I'll grab your. I'll we'll grab your Switch talk. Run code after recording. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, Jet has Scarlet too. Yep. I
1: mean I
2: haven't haven't I haven't haven't finished the violet decks yet I haven't even caught an iron orange yet
0: My my wife has violet And I've been waiting for her to beat The game so that I can get her box Legendary and trade it as like a Hey we're married so You give like wife gives Them your legendary hubby gives You your legendary But she's been sitting on it And I'm just like Okay
2: got to make you wait
0: for it yeah i just want my shiny charm okay <laughs> my sandwich making isn't the best
2: you will wait for it and you will like
0: it yeah i will <laughs> i say you were pretty well rounded when you said that you did softball in the summer and then you do a lot of twitch streaming you're just looking for something to do in the winter have you tried riding a bicycle in the winter
2: oh god that sounds bad
0: it is very bad. I had to put my bike away for, yeah. for these last 2 weeks.
2: Yeah, no, no. I don't I don't think that's enjoyable on on icy Canadian roads.
0: That's fair. I'll give you that. I mean, <laughs> I I like to say <laughs> well, Iowa well, is
2: I I wield ice. I know the dangers of it. And one of those dangers is going with a mountain bike that does not have winter tires on it.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to get the studded ones as I said that i put new tires on my bicycle didn't put the studded ones on and i've been riding on ice and snow for the last couple before the blizzard hit and then the wife got mad and said you have to put the bike away until it's ready to get be warm and it's gonna be 54 next on wednesday so i'll be see best day of the week wednesday right there so now i can go (laughs) ride my bike
2: (laughs) there you go you're all set
0: but I, I would say, like... Is
2: this, is this whole patio
1: season there?
0: No.
2: Not quite.
0: Oh. I'm like, it's the middle of a polar vortex right now.
2: No, that's the per- that's the perfect time to be out on the patio. You don't need ice for your drink because it's already frozen.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's disturbing. But I'm here <laughs> for it as well. <laughs>
2: there you go. Business opportunity. Save on ice. Have frozen patio.
0: Fair. All right, so <laughs> on the subject of Pokemon, do you have a nut? Do you, besides Frostlass and Alola Ninetales, what other? Uh, what's your favorite Pokemon to use in like raids or PvP besides them?
2: I I mean I mean you took the main two arrows and like quivered there. I, I had I to. Other than Frostlass and Alola am like what else is there? Um, well, <laughs> I can say Lapras because you didn't say Lapras, so. That's fair. Um, that is that is one of my favorite tricks to pull Um, is uh, when I run like triple ice teams and people see Lapras in the lead and then they instantly swap out thinking it's on ice shard and then I start water gunning them it's hilarious
0: (laughs) you're evil
2: I I, did I ever say I wasn't (laughs) I love it I mean I made I made no I'm I'm the woman who beat rise with a razor leaf Obama snow
0: That's that's peak degeneracy.
2: (laughs) I know, I know, and he never saw it coming. You were supposed—that's why he kicks my butt every time after.
0: You were supposed to destroy the degeneracy, not join their forces, bring balance to the force.
2: Glacial times call for glacial measures.
0: I love it. I like that one. I'm gonna add Um, that.
2: (laughs) Excellent. Goal achieved. I've got something added. Um oh no, I'm guessing you want a Pokemon that isn't an ice type. How about that?
0: If you have one, then <laughs> sure.
2: I mean I mean let me let me think about it.
0: Um well, well, I was gonna say technically it can be any Pokemon because you can just turn it into an ice type now. Just saying.
2: Mm, very true, very true. Um Uh
1: I mean it's okay if the Gym Leader Association just doesn't let you use any non-ice.
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, um okay, here's here's a question. Have you played that um that Pokemon ROM where you get to be a gym leader? Yes. Yeah. So I started that like a couple weeks ago. Um and uh I'll give you one guess what type I picked.
0: Uh um, Fairy.
2: Close but no cigar. Dang. Um no, I I obviously chose ice. Um but uh, the rule is you're allowed to have a Pokemon on your team that knows your signature move, which if you pick Ice, your signature move is Ice Beam. And I learned Mile learns Ice Beam. So now I have a Mile on my Ice Gym team. Um, and Mile's probably one of my favorite Pokemon to use. Just, you know, I've, I've said this about my, my, like, uh, battle strategy um, in the past. I... Rely fairly heavily on deception and, you know, try, trying to trick someone into thinking something is going to happen when it actually doesn't. Like I said, Water Gun Lapras, Razor Leaf, of Snow. I will play with moves to try try and get someone to make an assumption and make a mistake without seeing it. I got so many Altaria swapping off that Lapras and leave, but I ran Triple Ice and it's hilarious. Um,. So we so... can um, chat
0: about
2: Celia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Jet. Miles Miles does a Seaver Pokemon and like Steel Fairy is such a unique typing. I know Tinkaton has emerged and taken all of Miles Thunder, but um like it it was just one of my favorite Pokemon just for design and and concept and I would Terra Ice Mile in a second. We you do have
0: a tinker aficionado in in the <laughs> server.
1: Which which uh, fast move do you like on it in uh, Go? I'm
2: I'm still I'm still partial to Fire Fang. Um, if only because I think with Mile you want to take advantage of the high attack that it has, and I don't think you want to be relying on charge move damage on Mile. I think your goal is to just do as much damage as you can, and I I think in those limited matches, where Firefang Mile just rolls over people. It's so fun to do that.
0: Mm-hmm. I, you know, when you brought up Mawile, I was gonna say that uh, last weekend, uh, last weekend, we ended up <clears throat> we had, in my home community, we had a beat Taco Dog for some for some digital prizes that we were giving out.
2: Yeah.
0: And this trainer that is very meme in our community said, I have this team that causes everybody to rage quit in GBL and I said, well, bring it just, let's play against it the trainer brought a Firefang Mawile with Power-Up Punch and then they brought a Bubble Beam an Infestation, Bubble Beam Araquanid oh, and, and an Obstruct Obstagoon just not not in that not in that particular setup but just i actually had a hard time beating this team and i was just so infuriated after i said okay you're not allowed to battle with this team against me anymore i can see why people quit yeah
2: i I thought you were gonna say like bubble beam
0: oh gosh no but he did have it he also had he also had acid spray razor leaf victory bell not the shadow version just the, the the bad version. Ugh. Okay, uh,
2: that's an interesting call.
0: Well, I call it the bad version because if it's not Shadow Victory Bell, then people don't really run a lot of Victory Bell anymore.
2: Yeah. Well, it's it's like battling with regular Granville, is
0: Yeah. But I was I was very annoyed at his team to, to say the least.
2: I can imagine.
0: But it, it's okay because he is now not allowed to he is now not allowed to battle against me on Friday nights. <laughs> but, so my next question is going to be... With, uh, how do you feel about the direction that Silfactions is headed when they bring out, like, future fields or changes to formats? Was there anything that you liked specifically that they mm-hmm. did over your time?
2: I mean, this is going to be interesting, how they do this, this wave thing, because... Um, one of the things I was a little annoyed about was, like, you had to weight tournaments perfectly to be able to, you know, get up and ranking and stuff, and if this one is just, like, do 40 battles, whatever your rank is, um, it feels, I'm gonna be honest, it feels almost like an overcorrection, but I think there's a happy medium in between where there is some weight to, like, the quality of your battles, and then the weight to someone who actually wins tournaments, I think there's a way to balance that. And it looks like they're trying to do it, which is good. Um, as for the metas, I mean, you're going to run out of metas eventually. Like, that, there is a finite con- number of configurations you can put typings in and just try and parachute Pokemon into um, So I feel like, you know, trying to preserve the freshness as much as they can, I get that. And, you know, we're probably going to see more... Metas come back from the past, which I mean, it's great for me because I never played them in the first place. Because again, baby, when it comes to self, um, <laughs> but you know, eventually, you you have to start being able to do that and recycle them and make them feel fresh. And I think so far with the factions uh, metas that they've done. They've done enough to make them feel fresh enough that people who already had experience in those metas, um, you know, felt it. It was new with the new Pokemon that were in there. So I think in that case, they're doing a good job, and we'll we'll see um, what happens. I know there was a fair amount of factions turnover um, this season, so we'll, we'll see if if that's a pattern that continues but i mean there weren't any more or less teams down and open than there were the previous cycle so you know Mm -hmm. people are still you know excited to compete in these team formats and and with good reason because they're the best way to get better at the game you're working together with a team you have active coaching in battles like it is the way to improve your skills like in in a in a safe well, structured environment with the right people is the best way to improve your skills in this game to have feedback and and have coaching and be able to learn learn about that so i think the people itself are making factions better and you know we'll see if these wave changes give self what they need to be able to adjust the calculations and make it so that the overall competition is better
0: gotcha gotcha well, I do also want to point out that with every, you know, with every quote-unquote season that Niantic does now, when they change moves, I think that you can kind of go back and recycle an old meta, and there'll be some new twists. Like maybe a Pokemon mm-hmm. that was banned can is no longer banned because its moveset got nerfed into the ground. Looking at you, Registeel.
2: Uh, <laughs> <wall> ra- <laughs> I, wall thought, ra- I thought you were looking at Nito Queen.
0: That too. I, you know, (laughs) Needle Queen was just that Pokemon that was an unintended side effect of all of these buffs and it happened to be the perfect storm for the queen, which that's, that's honestly fair for it. I ran Needle Queen before, I ran Needle Queen way back in, I can't, I think it was Twilight Cup in season one of Sylph and it was awful, (laughs) but and everyone was running in I was like, oh wait, I have one built. I can use her. So that's why right. I kind of jumped on the train.
2: <laughs> I mean I ran uh, I ran Nito King in sorceress last cycle. so
0: that's fair. And so like I, I kind of think that like building off of what you said, there are a finite number of cups. However with Niantic being Niantic and changing things every three months or like they're supposed to. They they're doing a, a better I think they're doing a better job PVP side of things to keep the, the meta fresh. In my in my uh, defense, I hope defending Niantic yeah. isn't too much of a hot take.
2: <laughs> I I mean I I'm, I'm sure it isn't that hot of a hot take, but uh, you you are free to say whatever you want about. <laughs>
0: Sometimes, or as I like to call it, I, a, a taco dog can be right twice a day, just like a broken clock.
2: <laughs> That's fair. I, I make a habit of being right a little more often than that. but
0: I, It's when I try to be right. If I'm wrong, I'll admit it. <laughs> I'll be the first one to say, you know what, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I learned. <laughs> the, But, you know, I'm I'm excited. I have a fairly cynical outlook on Sylph Arena factions based on, like, the teams that get you know disbanded or the new teams that get moved over from say the european side or from apac and then they're come over here to play an na open which is still news to me but you know it, it at the end it is what it is there's um what's the word i'm looking for not a team but uh, i was on the tip of my tongue i'll remember it eventually okay.
2: <laughs> as long as you remember it eventually
0: well, I was gonna pick on the Singapore Dragons a little bit because there were there were a platinum team from APAC and they came over. But then I looked at their roster and it's like all of the players are from the the North American side. I was like, oh, okay. It's just easier for them to you know to com- to communicate to compete time zone wise because not everybody is really good at time zones because you know people like me suck at time zones
2: oh god yeah i mean it's it's why i give everyone eastern time zones to battle like if i ask you to try and fit atlantic time into the time zone continuum i just i know it's going to lead to problems so this here it's eastern that's what it is
0: when you told me what time zone you were at i'm like all right so i gotta plug that in because that's the first time i've heard of this one and then i was like oh you are you're you're above you're forward from eastern okay
2: yeah, exactly. Nova
0: Scotia, baby. Canada's big. <laughs> it
2: is. We're not even the easternmost time zone. What? Yeah, there's Newfoundland time as well.
0: E- BRB, my, my head's exploding. Taco <laughs> Dog. <laughs> Dang it! Ta- taco Dog.exe has do that. <laughs> Taco Dog.exe has stopped working. Must send uh... <laughs>
2: Uh, my one goal was to make Taco Dog's brain work for the entire podcast, and I have failed. I'm sorry, Jeff, Fourth Gemini. That's
1: <laughs> a, a bridge too far.
2: I know. Alright, i back. Right, well. Learn I'll rebo- for next time.
0: <laughs> I've rebooted, I'm okay. <laughs> Golly, that was, that was good. Scary, <laughs> but
1: good.
2: I I mean, that's on my Bumble bio, so scary but
1: good. Oh lord. <laughs> you're gonna so, suffer, but you're going
0: to like it. Are we back in high school math classes? that? <laughs> I did like math. I was I was very good with numbers.
2: Um I'm not going to disclose how good I was at math. Uh, undergrounds it may expose me as uh, not counting properly when I'm playing Pokemon Go. But
0: Okay, your secret can be safe with us. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. So,
0: I I was like, I got one more question to ask you, and then we can take a short, quick little break and move on to the community the second part of the show if y'all are up for it, which is where can our listeners find out more about you, AJ? Oh,
2: God. Well, I mean if they haven't gotten everything from me talking all this time I don't know. I thought I covered everything pretty well, but if you can't get enough of me then who can blame you? You can find me on Twitch at FinalBossAJ. That is where I do my streaming. That is where I am my usual lovely, charming self. Usually at 1 p.m. Eastern. Um, no, wait, no, that's 1 a.m. Atlantic. Usually at noon Eastern, Monday through Wednesday. I'm confusing myself on the time zones now. So thanks. Um, you see, <laughs> noon Eastern, Monday through Wednesday is my usual. Like, block streaming time, and then I will kind of just wing it the rest of the week because my job is my job. And, you know, I carve out whatever time I can to do streaming because I enjoy it and I enjoy the community. Um, but yeah, those are the definitive times. And then if you want the other times, follow me or subscribe to me or join my Discord or whatever. I make announcements. So, you can do that there. Um, You can find me on various Pokemon Go broadcasts around, whether it's Mazer or Gym Breakers or Self-Continentals or, you know, Play Pokemon if those people are listening and willing to fly me. I am willing to broadcast so talk to me. Um, But yeah, I do a bunch of shoutcasting on those and you can find me on Twitter at underscore j underscore andrews the underscores are there because twitter is dumb even more dumb than when i started saying that catchphrase on my podcast five years ago it has only gotten more dumb since then
0: i mean it's twitter
2: i know they gave me a check mark you believe that
0: it's got the it's got the word twits in it which you know probably was a tongue-in-cheek for Everyone that was like I, using it when it came out.
2: <laughs> I, I used to be able to. I used to be able to add that Twitter is dumb, and the proof is that they gave me a checkmark on it. But now every you know right wing nut can buy a checkmark on it, so I can't make that joke anymore.
0: I had a joke about what you had said, but I was like, I heard half of it, so I was like, well, I mean, anybody that wants to pay eight dollars a month for a checkmark is free to do that. I guess. <laughs> cool. I personally, I mean, I've personally been a fan of not. You know, of wanting to eat a meal out for eight dollars, yeah. which I'm, you know that will buy me a loaf of bread now because inflation. But
2: I'm am a fan of not giving Elon Musk money.
0: That's fair. He closed come our beaches. Me, in, he, he, he closed our beaches in Texas for his rocket launch, and that was the local beaches that we would like to sneak to when spring breakers would, when spring breakers would come to Texas. No, I'm not salty. Why are you I'm... asking?
2: absolute monster we are we are united in taking back the beaches from elon musk i like it
0: actually on a semi-serious i got a semi-serious note when i took my my wife my well now my wife down to texas for the first time we were going to that beach and we found out that the texas border patrol had kind of blocked it off and they, you're allowed to drive into it, but because like the there was it was a rocket site, it was like more high, secure at the time. But they were building it, and we I didn't know about it. So when I came back, I got stopped by border patrol, and they asked me if I was a U.S. citizen. I said yes. Can you not see the plates? And they're like, what are you talking? Oh, oh, uh, what's EOA? and I was like Iowa, but close enough.
2: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
0: In their defense, most in their defense, Texas is so large that you will spend half a day, half the day, or half the night traveling through it because it is 840 miles north and south, 860 miles east and west. I don't
2: know. I'm just picking. I'm just thinking about those poor geography teachers.
0: My Texas side is coming out of me, so I should probably move on to the next topic at hand. Fair. I. You know Dallas is closer to my to where I'm to where I'm currently at than my hometown, and my hometown was in Texas, and I'm states away.
2: You, did you know it takes me half the time to drive from Halifax to Boston than it does to drive from Halifax to Toronto?
0: Jeez, Louise.
2: Yeah, 24-hour drive to get to Toronto, 12 hours to Boston.
0: That's depressing. Yeah. Canada's is- yeah Canada's big.
2: Yeah, and, and, you know, being on the extreme edge of the continent doesn't help my cause, but...
0: Get the boat. <laughs>
2: that's my plan for Hartford. I want to go on the ferry so I can avoid New Brunswick.
0: I was gonna say, there's a New Brunswick! I'm still getting used to the old Brunswick.
2: It's fine, I've just, I've driven through New Brunswick so many times, I'm like, I'm done.
0: <laughs> Although I'm,
2: I, might, I might be going with a friend of mine from New Brunswick, so... That's fair. Just ignore that part.
0: Alrighty, y'all. Well, there you have it we have final boss aj on in the studio for a little bit longer it was great for her to hang out with us we're gonna take a quick commercial break but we'll be right back after these messages Welcome back. I'm I hope you enjoyed those commercial breaks because I know I did.
1: It started raining here, so that's kinda nice.
0: Ooh. That's a rare sight down there in the in the desert. Yeah. Yes,
1: I. <laughs> my my sister my sister's coming to visit tomorrow from Canada, so it's it's getting a little bit more dreary for her. Oh. I was
2: about to say, were the commercials for cloud seeding equipment? How'd you get rain in the desert?
1: Uh I was gonna Mexico say we did
0: a rain dance. <laughs>
2: Uh, That's you, fair. you
0: had you had your your ludicolo out doing ring I... oh dr mr dr pants'll be really happy to hear that
1: <laughs>
0: all right <laughs> I remember that guy alrighty so real quick uh tidbit we do have a patreon on this of, of this podcast you can support the show for as little as one dollar donating gets you access to secret parts of the discord as well as Q and A's and one-on-ones with us. It helps us keep the digital lights on and, you know, we're just here to provide entertainment. If, however, you're unable to provide monetary compensation, quote unquote, just give us a review on wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really do appreciate it. It makes the algorithm happy and new Pokemon trainers can kind of listen to us if they want to see what all this Sylph stuff is about. We do also have a Discord that's going to be linked in the description where we will be having the monthly Silph Cups, as well as fun times in GBL, as well as some coaching if anybody's around. So, with that being said, it is now time to jump into the community section. Way back when, we had asked you all, what spice pick will you be running in Ultra League? And our good friend and longtime listener, MC Mario, said, the evolved form of Rhyhorns. If that wasn't a giant setup for the next Pokemon I was about to say, we'd almost be we'd almost get hit. But I'm not gonna be hit on this time.
2: It's Slugma, right? It's Slugma.
0: Gosh, darn it! I'm not falling for that one either. <laughs> That's fair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that that is for a specific subset of people. Sure, will enjoy that.
0: I I very much enjoyed that too. So <laughs> I was gonna say, first Pokemon. You know. An XL Rhyhorn, I think that'd be a good spice pick in the in the Great League, because I don't think it'll go up to the Ultra League. I don't think no, it has the oomph.
2: It does not. That's fair. But I mean, I use I use the evolved form of Rhyhorn when um, when <laughs> alchemy. <was> a- <laughs> I did an alchemy tournament because it was one of the only sources of water damage in that
0: meta. I use I use the Evolve form of Rhyhorn in the Rose Cup back in season two, where I had I made everybody that ran Charizard and or Drapion cower in fear because it had Mud Slap and Surf. <laughs> uh
2: one of my uh, one of my first successes in Self was um, was uh, I think commander cup i think was the third meta i ever did and
0: that was a good one i like that one
2: i think i think it was commander i'm thinking of um but yeah because i didn't really have anything um that i could do i guess commander was the fourth one i did technically but um i ran played all of the majority of my teams and all I did was mud slap people who were like I have a look, I have Toxicroak and Alolan Muck and Lantern, you can't beat me. I'm like, I have a ground type. There is a ground type in this Meta. Come, <laughs> come at me.
0: See I on that note, I actually brought Alola Ninetales, but I ran Powder Snow and Weather Ball just for the ground type that i ground types that may I may see. I remember that one. But I, I did still also bring Alolan Alolan Buck and Toxicroak for and I brought Alolan Golem.
2: Oh I I brought uh, Toxicroak and Alolan Buck too. But my the only commander I had on my roster at the time was Jellicent, so that's
0: mm, I think my commander was Noctowl. Because you had to select it first and then everybody had to like pile it against it. But that's okay. Don't even I, well, I can pull up your self card and tell you.
2: How do you think I'm remembering this?
1: I was <laughs> I was gonna do it. I was just like.
2: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, Claydol Ultra League Spice.
0: You know I don't have one built yet, but that's not saying that I'm not gonna do it.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to get it back on topic. I figured I, sh- I should probably stop <laughs> derailing. That's do. fair. I-
1: did, did, did you play Ultra, AJ?
2: No, I've been in Holiday. Did you didn't that,
1: even I... say goodbye to Premier Classic?
2: Nope. Uh, well, yeah, I did play that. Um, I played that a bit when it was just Ultra and Ultra Premier Classic, but that's because I had no choice.
1: I choice <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, for
2: you. Yeah, yeah. Really looking forward to this week of Master League coming up. Oh, boy. Oh, you... it's gonna be...
0: I was going to say, don't you mean Holiday Cup Ultra League Edition?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Quad uh, But, uh...
0: You can lose and still get Dust.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think of the spiciest thing I ran. I got mad at the meta, and I ran like Waterfall Pre-Marina for a little bit, because like everyone was running like Charizard, Walrein, um, Charizard, Walrein, Swampert. Every time, and like, Behold, a water fairy that actually gets up here. What now? Um, And it (laughs) turns out the answer is blast burned twice and Primarina faints. So yeah, it didn't work out as well as I hoped.
0: (laughs) Primarina was that Pokemon that's not supposed to do well, but it's doing really well, and it's getting Hydro Cannon in 2023. I I I don't know what how to feel about it. Cannot wait. I can.
1: How do we feel about chestnut It 34.
0: needed this. It needed this. It's and yeah. uh, however, in my opinion, it's too little too late because wing attack.
2: See see, here's the thing though. Frenzy plant chestnut may be the closest thing we've had to a hard check to Galarian Stunfest. Because grass fighting is the only typing that resists both rock and ground so now you have you have a chestnut with Vine Whip hitting for neutral, Frenzy Plant being Frenzy Plant, and Superpower being cheaper than Frenzy Plant. So oh. Chestnut Chestnut's gonna get a pretty nice bump out of this. Like it was usable before as like a spice pick. Now there's you you legit have to plan for chestnut if you're basing your team on sunfest.
0: You know, honestly, I that is a good a good point i hadn't did not think about that so thank you aj hey
2: Hey, i gotta show I'm i'm here for a reason you know other than blathering on right i actually do (laughs) know what i'm talking about
0: oh i think you i mean you're you're a two you're a four-time legend in in the gvl versus this taco over here that hasn't even hit expert yet
2: (laughs) i mean i mean what how many seasons ago was Karina? That was the first one I hit legend, so I might be at five
1: now. Okay. It's like how how many Pika Libres you got?
2: Um I haven't kept all my Pika Libres.
0: Oh. That's fair then. Well
2: I, I might have, I don't know. i my phone's dead so I can't even check oh. right
0: now. <laughs> so with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and answer this week I guess this week or this time's community question depending on next time we ask another one. So with Season 5 Sylph just on the horizon, it's literally days away at the time of this recording, what is your goal for Season 5 in Vanilla Sylph? And of course Vanilla Sylph was coined by our friends over at Brave Nerds. Custom and Amazed and Confused both use those terms interchangeably and so we've stuck to using them because it's fun. So, we're gonna go ahead and give our guest of honor AJ. What is your goal in the new season for Vanilla Self?
2: Um, I mean, I guess I gotta back up that confidence talk I've been saying and qualify for Continentals. Cause I don't, I don't know if they're having regionals this uh, this season, and I came close. Like I said, I I lost the final of my regional two-one, and I was. Uh, 135th last season in itself globally. So I didn't get an invite that way. So
0: So I'm going to... Oh, go on.
2: (laughs) No, I I was just going to say, I guess that's the goal, is to actually try and qualify for continentals.
0: That's fair. So I'm going to break your heart a little bit. They are not going to have regionals this year. They're going to have... They're going to go straight into the waves, and they're bringing back the Battle Towers and they're going to have just straight up continentals so in order to qualify for a continental I think they're going to have it based on rank and like how many big tournaments you win slash if you win a battle tower or not
2: yeah I have no idea what a battle tower is so I'm already at a disadvantage
0: it's okay we only had one battle tower because the next one was going to be in Chicago in March of 2020 and we all know how that happened so for the, for those of you that are gonna are new to the self time ap, after the pandemic, a battle tower was a giant a giant tournament that was kind of based off of the giant nine round tournament that was held in San Diego back in 2019 and essentially you can get an automatic an automatic bid into regionals at the time if you, Placed in the top, I think it was top four. It was still a Swiss style, and then at the end of it, the the, the top cut, I think it was like top four, got to compete for like, ca- I think it was, if I remember correctly, it was cash prizes and a lot of swag. Now, the main difference is, Sylph requires that all tournaments be free. However, Battle Towers, they are allowed, at the time, they were allowed to charge a fee to recoup. The losses based on, or basically, they would charge a fee to help pay for prizes and stuff like that. Yeah. Still kind of making it free, but there was a, a little loophole that was exploited. There was only ever one tournament, one battle tower, and I believe it was uh, down in St. Louis in February. And then the next one was going to be in Chicago, and then it was going to be in California. In like May or June, but then Pokérus nineteen shut everything down, and they kind of it got kind of put on the shelf. So I
2: was, I was about to say I th- I think you have to go pretty down that pretty far down that roster before Nova Scotia even comes forward as a consideration. So I probably wouldn't have experienced it anyway.
0: I was actually going to say I I don't know what the qualifications are for hosting a battle tower. If you have to say go through Sylph, or if they're going to use the new Sylph Sylph community ranking system to choose their sites. But I will say that if you if your home community ho- has hosted a local regional or a big regional, there you're on the radar already. Again, that is just my headcanon. I don't know if that's true or not. So if <laughs> someone from Self reaches out and says, Taco, you're completely wrong, I'm going to say, okay, <laughs> I was wrong.
2: <laughs> Fair.
0: But that's why I'm, I'm only here to just kind of Put the tinfoil hat on and estimate as to what's going on based off the articles that Sylph puts out.
2: Again, totally fair. You you gotta cover more than I
1: (laughs) do. So having having gone back to the announcement now, like I, I guess I didn't realize that they also have the featured Go Battle League timings available to count for your rounds, too. Oh, I didn't... I forgot about that as well.
2: Yeah, I don't know if I'm doing that. I think
1: I'm just gonna do the uh, the new metas. Yeah, I mean, it'll just be interesting to see who even ends up hosting those because they're only like two-week stretches each, so... That's fair. can mix it up.
0: I think I was gonna... Well, of course, you know, in the Midwest, Chicago's pretty much the end-all be-all. But I'm hoping to kind of steal it and have it, and have a battle tower in somewhere in Iowa, maybe the college town of Iowa City or Ames, or even in the capital of Des Moines, which isn't too far, honestly. I was about to say how
2: flat is Iowa? You could probably see a battle tower for miles
0: and miles. Yeah, you can. There's a lot of hills, but it's not as flat as Nebraska. Like, golly. There. We at least have hills. Nebraska is all flat. I just have one goal and one goal only for Vanilla Self
1: Reach Elite. I'm very curious how those rank ups will turn out with the new system. Also, or it's just like okay, we're all at the base level for the two months before we get any information. Is is a little uh, scary, anxiety inducing. But... Yeah. I mean, you can still look at their trainer card
0: to know how how hard of an opponent you're fighting.
2: Yeah, I mean, that that was pretty cool to be able to hit elite this past year because, like, I mean, I I figured I, I mean, again, this is where the confidence, you know, irrationally comes in. I figured I would hit elite given I hit ace in like four months in the previous season, but to get up there and get so close to legend, like, you know, be one misrank away from it, like, right, uh, just kind of drives me a little bit more to get that.
1: I, <laughs> I I was actually a little cooler, sad. Uh, Go on. Uh, oh, I was, I was just going to say, I see where the weighted cups commentary is coming from now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I was going to say, I was a little sad that, or a little surprised that I skipped two tournaments and still made ace, <laughs> or two whole cups, excuse me, and still made ace rank, but, you know. That was the the I just waited the right tournaments the ones that I was already four zero in and they were five rounders. Yeah. Jet, what's your goal for Vanilla Self Season Five?
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like just after chatting with people, like I'm more excited about it again. Like, and especially after how much of a break we've had, it's like okay, yeah, I I can I can stomach doing a few more of these.
2: <laughs>
0: Well, remember if you ever come back to my home community for for your workshop we do have it at the new venue right next to the college at the the video game bar that just opened up six months ago
1: well and and, i mean that that is the kind of thing that sounds way more fun again is is getting back into the community and seeing who's hosting who's showing up now and it's it's, yeah, it's, it's some, that part of it is what I'd like to get back to. It was very reminiscent of what AJ was saying earlier. For me, is doing the in-person tournaments is, is what gave me the local community. So that that is is on my list for things to do in this season. Or I, so I guess I can call that a goal: is just to do the in-person again.
0: That's fair. So, like I said before, our our question for this time is going to be what is your goal for the new season of vanilla sylph if you, you're more than welcome to answer it on spotify be a, that question will be posted there you can at me on twitter or at the podcast on twitter I forgot to plug the twitter as well oh well we are at Dragonair's Den, Dragonair Den on twitter you can answer the question there alternatively you can join the discord and just say hey taco this is my que- this is the answer to my question And I'll be more than happy to put it... And I'll be more than happy to read it out loud in the podcast. Even when you try to troll me like Mr. MC Mario. So it is now time for the Salsa Bar, where we roast Taco for the shenanigans that he did during the the time off of recording. And I knew this was going to come up, so I figured I might as well get it out of the way. So, going back to Friday, we... The community admin... Is part uh, is part of the uh, like the codes that they get from Niantic, and told me to battle battle some trainers and give them codes if they win. So I said, okay, fine. So one trainer had already beaten me, and for my last code, Jet challenges me, and we're going back and forth. Uh, he beat me the first game pretty easily. I played my 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 heart out just managed to beat him in the second game. And it all came down to the third game. And I tapped the wrong charge move that could have sealed my win against him. And he's able to fire off his charge move and beat me and take the last community day ticket.
1: My favorite part of that whole thing was I thought it was over and then I heard someone chime in. Like, "What? why why do you use that move? <laughs>
0: And I said, I mistapped. And so I lit- quite literally threw the match. <laughs> but I just wanted to win.
2: Yeah, wanting and doing are two entirely different
1: things. <laughs> <laughs> Taco learned a lot in that battle.
2: They're not hit the wrong button?
1: Yes. Well, and which types that fighting resists or doesn't resist?
0: Yeah, I did. I, I remember that one. Because I was like, oh. I This... This type doesn't resist. This type, and everyone's like, no. Oh yeah, Komo-O. Did not know my Komo-O counts.
2: Oh no, yeah, that close combat sneaks up on you.
0: It was very, very, very eye opening.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get my Komo-O ready for Ultra League. Got it from Caleb Pang, and in uh, in Seattle. Just to bring it full circle, from all the battles I've there. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know I have an idea on what I'm running for holiday cup and all I think
0: I got it. I have not even looked at the meta, to be quite honest with you. Is it, I, is it very
1: different this
0: time? I don't know, honestly. I I know that normal I think it's the same typing, but I know that normal types are allowed, so I'll probably dust off the Porygon Z. Not because I want to, just because I I built it.
2: Might as well. <laughs>
0: Oh, Porygon Z is going to be ranked terribly, but I'm all for it.
1: They, they don't take into consideration the fact that you get the debuff on every single tri-attack.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it's just going to be dominated by XL Mons, and I'm not looking forward to it.
1: You mean you don't have your Ultra League Auroras built?
0: I don't even have a Great League of Auroras built. What are I'm you working talking
2: on about? on that Ultra League of Auroras. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I have enough candy for it, but...
0: Aurorus is just so threatening. I hate it. I'll probably do Master League.
2: Fine.
1: Is it just open?
0: I think it is open, but you know, I have a Shadow 100% Dragonite that I can use, so there. But what can you do? So, uh, with that being said, Jet, how's your GBL progress going?
1: Uh... (laughs) did make it both, like past rank 20 I think since the last time we checked in oh yeah that's good so, just just hanging out in ace um, matched up against custom today which was at least that was like I knew it was going to be a fun battle
0: and did you win
1: I did not we had like almost mirror teams at the time it was it was just one of those where one of his normal types in the back beat mine so it was just like alright well we had a good time <laughs>
0: So what's uh you said you're chilling at Ace. What's your your rating?
1: Uh I think it's right around 2400. Uh the other thing I've been doing is just keeping track of the uh, legendary encounters which I mean has been easy so far because it's zero. But to actually <laughs> keep count of like how many that's out of and to you know catalog what I'm actually getting and it's a little less depressing that way. <laughs> did I'm... you? So oh, you haven't played a lot, right?
0: No, I I played. I played a decent amount. I I have my ranking now from Ace. I'm sitting at twenty two thirty six.
1: And that was that was the <laughs> entry number.
0: No, my entry number was twenty one fifty.
1: Oh, you moved up, nice.
0: I did. I'm I'm happy, but I was at. At the start of today I was at 22 2274 and then I had two back to back 2 3 sets. And so I've got I got 3 sets left I'm hoping to climb a little bit, you know, before my ranking tanks into oblivion next week.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in a similar boat, but I'm hoping my my Ultra League holiday cups can keep me up. I'm not, I'm just going to answer it myself do it uh, because i was
0: gonna ask you next
2: i figured but uh yeah 2700 making the expert push as at the time of recording so yeah that's that's why i've been getting all these all these main battlers while i'm trying to stream and it's why i gotta beat brown baller 10 on stream and then (laughs) lose the shady equation but that's um, okay
0: you're putting us to shame that's for sure
2: yeah, I had a thirteen and twelve day today, but I was I was playing around a little bit trying to figure out, alright, everyone's um everyone's figured out uh Dunspar's lead is kinda of good. So they have to be ready for it. So um, there were too many teams that were just hard countering Dunsparce, Lantern, Frostloss, which is what I had been using because uh-huh. my lack was spots. Yeah. Um so I, um, I've altered the team a little bit for the remainder of this time in Great League, and uh, when Ultra League comes out, my best buddy Kundo, Frostlass does as well. Uh,
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a fair. That is a fair point. Well, I wish you the best of luck on your your best buddy hundo frostlass
2: he's almost ready one more day
0: i hope well actually since that you're since you're not since you're way above our ranking i won't have to face you
2: (laughs) (laughs) i mean i mean you never know still two months left in the season but
0: that's true if i make a late push and get up there by the time i get to expert you'll already be like number 14 on the leaderboards.
2: Oh, God. I do not have the stamina for leaderboards. I'd just be sitting there waiting in queues and like, this sucks. I'm gonna use Yen Mega and then instantly tank. (laughs) Like, I, I, um... So, one of the jokes of this season was, was my starting MMR gonna be higher than my finishing MMR from last season? Because I hit Expert last season, but then the last two cups were, um... Um, Was it like Master League that we had to do like one week of? And then Catch Cup.
0: Yes, I remember that.
2: uh, Yeah, and I don't have a Master League roster because I don't have anything um, maxed out at level 50 that isn't for Ultra League or Great League. Um, And then for Catch Cup, because uh, last season I was in the middle of moving, um, I didn't actually go out and grind much. So I didn't have any Pokemon that were really eligible for Catch Cup. So um, the team that I ran for the majority of that cup, because I had no choice, they were literally the only Mons I built that were eligible, were Runarigas, Wubat, and Levani.
0: I gotta ask, how well did you do?
2: Not well. Not well at all. A lot of, a lot of Noctowl, a lot of Skarmory... A lot, of, a lot of Pokemon that feast on on Lavani and uh, and a team that can't really handle uh, Crunch or Ghost or anything. But I did get one five oh with that team, so I was very proud of that. But I ended at like twenty two seventy nine and my starting MMR this season was twenty two eighty one. Ugh. So Yeah,
0: all those gains.
2: Yeah. I, I needed the dust, boys. I needed the dust.
0: That's okay. I'm
2: I'm and, not going to
0: like
2: dust that. I, I, I don't give a uh, insert the weekly expletive here. Um, <laughs> we're using it. Um, I don't give a bleep about leisure ports. So, yeah, I would much rather tank and run Pokemon I want to run as opposed to try and do leaderboards and just sit there like arrow for like three hours and get like two battles in. That is not my idea of a good time. And I play this game to have fun because it is a game and I want to have fun.
0: Oh, that's why we play this game?
2: game. I know, right? It's a novel concept, but I think it might catch on. Nah. Uh, (laughs) Expose myself as an idealistic young Canadian trying to bring peace and joy to GBL. What a fool I have been!
1: That's a fire nation attack.
0: You know, honestly, when when it comes to that, I just leave it at GBL is GBL. I get my fun in the show six pick three format.
2: There you go, bud.
0: Now, when Niantic does the show six pick six format for all the chaos, that'll be the day.
2: <laughs> oh man, For show, show eight boot, boot two and then run with six.
0: Oh, that's the that's that's difficult. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta step away for a second before I, I short-circuit again. And I'm back! <laughs> there you go. Well, already then, so, this has been GBL Progress, and that that's a whole episode, y'all. We did it!
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah! So, it is now time for us to kind of pack up our things. You know, just want to let you all re- to remember, even though we have an Ice-type trainer here, Stay away from those ice types if you're a dragon user, because you know unless you run Baxcalibur, you know, Bax is <laughs> gonna be a good Pokemon. Best of Godzilla
2: I mean, was on my championship team violet. Mine too. I still haven't evolved one.
0: I oh. I use I put Terra Steel on mine. Or I caught one that was a Terra Steel type, I was so excited because golly, just turning the fairies upside down is the <laughs> greatest thing in the world.
1: Biggest buff to ice types.
0: Oh, the yeah, the the hail part too is fun. Mm, love
2: it. But,
0: but with that being said, I just want to let you all all know: keep your dragon fangs sharp, stay away from those fairies, and we will see you all in our next episode.
1: Looking forward to about three.